0: Planning the journey. Burning my purse. I carry from my past. A silken purse bound to my waist. Holding silver coins and pearls traded for my innocence. I wish a moth would eat through it or thief cut me loose. I can't lay down such riches or let it go to forgiveness.
1: I want to offer it as a sacrifice,
0: lay it on the altar of my youth, confess stories as the pearls roll out, then burn it as a sign of my penance. I would dance around the flame, marvel at my unbridled heart, done grieving things I can't change, and holding on to useless treasure. The Map If I had to draw a map of the path to God, I think it would look like the Caney Fork River in Middle Tennessee. Driving I-40 east from Nashville to Crossville, you cross the river no less than five times. A map of the river would look like a long squiggly line. You Cross it and two miles later there's a sign announcing that you're crossing it again. This happens several more times before you realize just how circuitous a path the river travels. Sometimes when I'm not rushed, I wish I were on the river instead of the interstate. The interstate has been there for only about 40 years, but the river seems to have been around forever. It has taken its time cutting the path and has gradually learned that wandering is a good thing. The river knows that this path is how its banks were built and how the fish thrive. This path keeps the land around it from being destroyed, and is the way to get to deeper waters. On our spiritual map, the river's meanderings back and forth can be seen as markers along the way. The first time you approach one of the river crossing markers, it comes almost out of the blue. You're traveling along the interstate when the terrain drops and suddenly you're driving over a beautiful river steeped in lush green and headed for a hillside until it bends and disappears. This first crossing reminds us to find ourselves. This is the place to begin hearing our voices. It is the voice, either nurtured or silenced by others, that is unique in the world. It is the voice we've known, but it still startles us to hear it. Thank God for this voice that will give us direction on the journey. Thank God that it pulls us to listen to our hearts and to be connected to the Spirit. It's good to find ourselves. But then we must lose ourselves again. And that is what the second crossing tells us. It's important to get lost and to question where we are and where we're headed. It's a great gift to lose ourselves literally and to remember that we can't claim the truth which we only glimpse through cloudy skies. I heard someone say at the end of a worship service once, to get up, get out, and get lost. Being lost means we are willing to admit we are not sure what's around the bend, but that we trust in the Spirit. Being lost means we need other people in our need of prayer. When the river crosses the road a third time, it calls us to forget ourselves completely. There's nothing worse than a spiritual pilgrim who is self-absorbed. This is the time to learn that it's not just about us. It's about all God's children, we're neither found or lost. We are to love and to tend to the suffering in the world. This teaching was synthesized for us in a listing of the corporal acts of mercy in the 13th century. They say, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, give drink to the thirsty, tend the sick, comfort the sorrowful, visit the prisoners and bury the dead. That is the way of the river. Those of us on its path take a long time to arrive, because we can't make the spiritual journey as the crow flies. We stop along the way to help a brother or sister in need. We forget about our own journey and love our neighbor. This marker on the crossing, where the river seems headed completely in the wrong direction, is what keeps us focused on the work. It doesn't feel like an easy path and it's not endearing to people who need a quick spiritual fix. Once we've been given the grace to find, lose, and forget ourselves, the fourth crossing tells us to remember ourselves. I take this phrase almost literally. We are supposed to remember ourselves, to put ourselves back together. We know know ourselves again in the context of being God's beloved children, We remember that we were created in the image of love and feel that the worth of our lives comes from the Creator. This marker feels like a great gift and joy on the walk. I love experiencing myself in the context of a community grounded in a God who loves all creation. I think this marker keeps me going when sometimes I become afraid and wake up thinking, What have I been doing? How did I get here? Several months ago, while speaking to a group of young men in prison about women on the streets, I ended up talking for 30 minutes about love. I said that love is the most radical way we can change the world and that it can filter through the judicial system into the prison and change all our hearts. Just as I was saying this, I woke up to myself and looked up at the mostly young black men who were being kind and patient with me. Suddenly, I remembered myself and almost started crying. I could see clearly that racism was filtering through all the systems, and it was as American as apple pie, and it entrenched our nation like stars and stripes. I could see poverty as deep as any river in America, keeping all the systems flowing. And for just a minute, I could see myself as part of it, It is in moments such as these that we remember who we are and why we need to be traveling with God's mercy. When the river crosses for the fifth time, the marker is inviting us to love ourselves. We have heard the call of amazing grace and found that in the crossing, God's grace always calls us back to love. Standing in the circle of prisoners after the talk, a young man gave me the number of a woman who needed my help. He said he knew the spirit had brought me there, so that his friend could get some help. I don't know if the Spirit will ever bring our paths together again, but if we both meander around the streets long enough, I bet it will. Crossing the Caney Fork River only takes a fraction of an inch across the map of America. There are always other rivers to cross, mountains to climb. Helpful hints for planning the journey. All of us are born with everything we need to make the journey. Everyone can see visions. Visions are sight filled with grace. Everyone is a mystic. Mystics are people who see visions and are willing to bear witness to them. Everyone is a prophet. Prophets are people who are willing to speak the truth of their visions to the world. We are not called to go out and change the world we're only called to go out and love the world and change ourselves to love more fully. If we expect to solve problems that have been with us since history has been recorded, we'll find ourselves paralyzed. A prayer for the journey. God set me on the path again. Turn me to the rising sun when I need to be inspired. Turn me to the wilderness when I need to be lost. Turn me toward the busyness of the world when I need to work. Turn me toward the mountain when I need to be refreshed. Then turn me toward the sunset when I need to rest. Amen.